welcome back to No Longer Waiting, the podcast, episode two. My name is Shay Faladay, and I'm happy that you've joined me today. I am definitely learning that in 2022, one of the things that I'll be doing is exercising the muscle of vulnerability. I feel like Brene Brown would be so proud of me <laughs> for being courageous and brave in this way. Well, the new year always begins off with conversations regarding resol- New Year's resolutions. And at times it's so much talk that we're not even sure what's applicable to our own lives. So this is an attempt to boil it down. Take what you need, leave what you don't. And uh, if you enjoy this message, be sure to share it with friends or this podcast rather. Be sure to share it with friends. All right. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to episode two. I'm really excited to receive all the positive feedback from friends and even new people who I've never met before. It seems as though this is a popular topic for all of us. Well, before we get started, you know I have to always ask if you're comfortable. You know how you have to sometimes be told to unclench your jaw and relax your shoulders, roll them back a few times, take a deep breath, stretch. Now, if you're not comfortable, as I said before in the last one, pause this recording. Ditch the bra, always. Put on your favorite thick, comfy socks and make yourself some tea because it's cold outside and I really like being warm (laughs) and curling underneath the blanket. So if you're anything like me, I always seem to enjoy things more when I've made the pl- the experience more pleasurable. So take the time to do that. I'll still be here. Okay, so let's get into it. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. I know it's really hard for all of us to be excited about the new year because honestly, it's almost as though we have to treat this year with trepidation. So we've had trauma with 2020. And so now with 2022, we're like, I don't know if I should even be hopeful because I was trying to be hopeful with 2021. And then uh, I kind of got disappointed last year. So this year, I want to hedge my bets a little bit. I just want to play it cautiously, see what happens in the year. And honestly, I feel like we're hesitating to hope. And that just goes against all reasoning. It isn't about past experiences that makes you hopeful. It's just a decision that you've made and how you're going to embark upon the year. So if I could give you a little visual example about 2022, think of it as though you're standing at the shore of a lake and you just got off one boat, which was 2021, and you're about to get in, well, We've already gotten into 2022, but you really haven't pushed offshore. There's a few things that you want to bring with you and then a few things you don't. But there's a lot of things that you would hope to experience in this journey as you push out from shore and you start rowing. So let's take a second because I think it's important to mentally uh, prepare yourself for the year, but also to unload some things. And this podcast, being that it's no longer waiting the podcast, and it's talking about how we're not putting our lives on hold until we get married, has a lot to do with recentering our lives. 
how previously before we had centered the focus of our adult life on building a future that was sort of had the foundation of marriage. And then you remove that block or you don't have that block. And then all of a sudden we are sort of unstable a little bit. What do I do now? If you haven't taken the time to actually recognize that you need to recenter the focus of your life, then things can seem off balance. Either you're constantly focused on trying to create that foundation, put that in. I can't move forward until this is done. And uh, there's a point where you start recognizing, okay, that's not healthy. So just like on Google Maps, you know how you're, uh, you'll listen to Google Maps and you'll kind of like try to get ahead. I know I do this. I'll like push the screen so much to see if it's going to take me the way I want to go. And then sometimes I can get lost and I have to hit recenter to go all the way back to where I am right now. We need to do that in our own lives and recenter ourselves and the focus of our life and the foundation because there's lots of other relationships that need our attention, that need our nurture, that need our love. And um, yeah, that's important for health, for maturity um, and even to be healthy as an individual. So I... Um, you know, think of relationships as more than just like, oh, a romantic one. I think that relationships with friends um, are really important and the relationships that you have with your family. I think it's wild how we live in a culture that's all about influencers on social media, but at times we're forgetting that we actually have great influence with the people who are right around us, that we do everyday life with. If you um, have siblings like me, I'm the oldest of three. And as an older sister, I can tell you that I have great influence over my family and my siblings and I can speak into their lives. And I think um, it's nice that, you know, um, yes, I can post stuff online, but it's more important uh, that I'm influencing the people that God has given to me. So I was using the example about pushing yourself off um, the shore in this nice little canoe. Um, And some of the stuff that, um, you know, I think is important about or what happens in a new year is we start thinking about our health and, um, you know, what does that mean? I know that when you're, um, we get a lot of advertisements about like, uh, exercising and, you know, joining a gym and losing weight, I have had to pause and take a step back and actually focus when it comes to my health on um, being kind to my body. And I made this kind of new promise to myself that I wasn't going to work out without having a fridge full of healthy groceries. So this was something that I started, uh, I think two years ago, when I realized that I was really focused on the vanity part. I wasn't focused on the wellness part. I would go kill myself in the gym, but then I wouldn't have any food in my refrigerator. So what? how was I really <laughs> moving forward? And I also didn't really want to take the time to learn about how my body responded to food because everybody 
you know, your metabolism and your digestive system works just differently. And it turned out that I'm more prone um, to having like a calmer, healthier (laughs) digestive system when I'm plant-based, which sucks because growing up as a Nigerian American, there's anything I learned, it's uh, for my mom in terms of her diet, it's how to be a carnivore. I swear she's the only person that watches National Geographic and gets hungry. Like she sees animals and she's like, hmm, I wonder what that would taste like. So as a result... I'm the type of person that like, I just want meat with a side of meat. And turns out my body hates that. And so all I'm trying to tell you to do, um, or not even tell you, just advise you, is that as you start out this new year, um, just be mindful about what things you're putting into, again, that canoe as you're headed out towards your year. And the other thing that's super popular that gets pushed down the throats of every, I feel like, single person uh, is dating apps. And they're aggressive at the beginning of the new year because they know that many of us are having these conversations with ourselves about what we want and um, how we're going to, you know, things are going to be different this time, this year, and I need to put more effort into dating. And so they offer you all these um, different features for free, of course, uh, so that you can meet more people. And I just want to pump the brakes a little bit. I found that for me, whenever I would get on the apps, my mood would shift. And I wouldn't become a hopeful, healthier person. I actually would become um, sad, uh, less hopeful, and more anxious. And we're really good about sensing our moves or it's, I feel like it's more a part of cultural conversation now to say, oh, you know, the energy shifted when this person came in the room or the energy shifted when we started talking about, you know, particular subjects. I don't know if we do that necessarily about like actions, like, oh, I noticed that when I do this, it makes me feel bad. Um, And so for me, the apps had to go because it was too much anxiety. I will also tell you um, one thing that's really interesting. As you get older, your desires in terms of who you're attracted to um, as a love interest changes and also matures. You know, you're not necessarily looking for um, someone who has all the muscles. You're looking for someone who's stable, who's healthy, um, who has a good job, um, you know, who's kind and generous. Those are qualities that are really important to you. (laughs) But I've also found too that as you've gotten older that um, you're not as stringent in terms of the um, boxes that they must check, right? When you're younger, you think that in order to have like, you know, this fantasy or fairy tale come true, your Prince Charming must have never been married before and have no kids and um, have a master's degree and this, that, and the other. And one time I checked all these boxes, right? Like non-smoking, not divorced, no kids, uh, Christian, this, that, and the other. And the app spit back to me that there were no available potential matches in my area. Now, mind you, I live in a small town, but it also told me that sometimes you can filter out, you can filter out something that could be potentially 
great. And yes, we shift. And yes, we're making all of these adjustments as we grow older. But I think that there are some things that we need to let go, especially in terms of, you know, the fairy tale that we all believed. And one of them definitely would be um, just that, that perfectionism. We desire that people accept us and our flaws and even um, our backgrounds and how they may be unique and our unique life path that's caused us to make certain decisions. And while we want that same level of, um, of acceptance, I feel like we need to give it. And this isn't about lowering your standards, sis, at all. I'm, I'm not out here telling you, you know, like those Tyler Perry movies where they would pair the most professional woman with a mechanic. And it was like, really? And especially as a black woman, I feel like that happens all the time. Like lower your standards, sis. There's not that many available black men. I'm also saying widen your options and um, consider people that you may not have, you know, thought of before or just at least go out on a date, right? So the other thing that I think is really important for the new year is just, you know, asking yourself what you want from the year especially in terms of okay if i'm recentering and it's and i don't have this um this life that i thought that i was going to have what do i have right now and where do i want to be and um where can i actually impact and create change um that might be a creative idea that you've been sitting on for some time for instance this particular podcast I've been sitting on this idea for quite some time. I actually thought of it with a friend because we would have these engaging conversations where we're like freaking out over so many different things, right? First, we're going gray. Oh my God. And then next, it was, it's not necessarily about going gray. It's like the fact that you have more than one gray hair. And then next, it was, oh my God, I totally found gray hair down there. Like nobody talks about this. I'm literally panicking and I don't know what to do. Um, And we would, you know, laugh to the point of tears. And it was such a healthy um, way to cope with our new reality, right? And uh, I wanted to create that with other people because I just felt like I did, you know, there's nowhere for us to go. And I was waiting, like trying to do it with a, you know, a friend of mine. It just didn't work out. And there are absolutely no hard feelings. But then when it became an idea that I solely had to own, mm, when I tell you, it was not easy because I just feared judgment like for real, not necessarily from other people who felt, you know, or were dealing with the same things I was, but I just felt like, oh, I already quietly think that people are judging me or questioning why I'm single. So (laughs) I'm, uh, don't want to give them ammunition. Like this just might be evidence. She really is, you know, I don't know, but I didn't want to do it. And also because I was like, do I want to add this to my already busy schedule? And I didn't necessarily see it as an outlet. Um, But yeah, that was that was something that I didn't take seriously until finally I just decided it was going to happen. I'd say in your in this year, um, as you're sort of thinking about it, what is it for you that's kind of like been settled or quietly you've put away in your heart that you really want to do. 
Um, one year, I know that I really wanted to get into plants. Um, and I also wanted to create more of a, you know, well-designed home in terms of interior decor. And I wanted my own style. Like, I wasn't really looking for the same house over and over with the gray and the white and da-da-da-da. Like, I was trying to develop my own look. And um, I wanted to rediscover the library. (laughs) So I... I'm just going to go ahead and out myself. I am a nerd in disguise. Like, I love books. I love reading. Um, I love museums. I, I, I love all that stuff. And um, in the pandemic, I just felt like, okay, we can't, I can't explore like I normally could explore. So how can I bring that sense of, like, wonder back? Um, and I remember being a child, and for me, it was a library. And so I just started going, like, finding books Um, And instead of buying all of the books, right, Amazon makes it super easy. But at the same time, I also wanted to wander. And one of my favorite places to wander is the library or a bookstore. Um, And I'm thinking, uh, rather than thinking, I'm just realizing that there are other areas that we can just feed that causes us to have joy rather than, you know, focus on something that we might be disappointed in. And I do think it's important, you know, as I shared about this canoe, that's your new year, that you're leaving some things behind um, and how to, you know, have a healthier year is to recognize the areas um, where you may have been disappointed. Like it's okay to grieve those things about last year or about, you know, what has brought you to this particular point. Um, Taking the time to do so, I think, is really healthy, um, especially to take important steps forward. So I don't know what you need to leave behind in 2021. And I also don't know what you need to pick up as you journey forward into 2022. But my dear... The fog is clearing. It's a new day. It's a new year. And listen, the pages are blank. You get to write what you want and decide some things for this future. Not all things are in our control, but there's a lot. And you can control whether or not you're choosing joy and happiness despite the odds. So. I hope that um, you've enjoyed our time together. I hope that you do the emotional work and um, recenter your lives on the relationships that you do have and choose to influence those who are right around you. And at the same time, take time to love yourself. Well, Thank you for joining me for episode two. I really hope that as you embark on this new year, that you take time to recenter yourself and focus on the relationships that you do have, that you also pause and think about what you want to let go of from 2021 and bring with you into 2022. And also give yourself permission to explore new areas of joy that you might not have considered that you just need to foster in order to live a happier, healthier, whole life. And if I can just provide some clarity, while I was definitely encouraging us all to widen our nets, I was in no way suggesting that you should lower your standards 
or change your non-negotiables. For me, I want to be in a monogamous relationship with a man who's employed. That's a non-negotiable. And I'm also seeking a partner that's educated. That's also non-negotiable. I just wanted us to consider that there are sometimes we've created standards that had to do with the perfectionist fantasy or fairy tale idea that we've been sold. And sometimes we need to be open and be a bit more flexible. So as you journey into this new year, I hope that you're kind with yourself. And if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. I will talk to you soon. This is a weekly thing. So we'll talk again next week, Wednesday. Take care. Bye.